Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 474, for Saturday, June 23rd, 2018. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Re-entering the top 20 after a week away, it was 19 two weeks ago, 24 last week, and this week at number 20 is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 9,000 220 views. That's a decline of about 1,100, or 11%, and is 2,900 fewer than last week's number 20. So even though the page view totals were up so much last week, uh, we're going to see as we go through here that really that was the anomaly in the last four, the, the, the past four weeks. Tumbling from number 4 all the way down to number 19 is Mythic Battles Pantheon by Benoit Vogt, published by Monolith and Mythic Games with 9,828, 608 more than Twilight Imperium, but a decline of 20,000, or 67% from last week. Climbing one spot to number 18 is Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with 10,860, that's 1,032 more than Mythic Battles, 1,300 fewer than last week, and 11% decline. Holding at number 17 for the second week in a row, Azul by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games with 11,496, 636 more than Gaia Project, 1,800 fewer than last week, a 14% decline. After almost inexplicably falling out of the top 20 last week, it was number 10 two weeks ago, and last week number 22, rebounding back to number 16 is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 11,610, 114 more than Azul, only 62 fewer than last week, a 0.5% decline, and yet it bounds up six positions. Just another indication that the page view totals of last week were uh, abnormally high for this current climate of the last few weeks. Similarly, two weeks ago at number 13, last week number 21, this week also up six spots to number 15, Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death with 11,971. 361 more than Rising Sun, a decline of only 83, or 0.7% from last week. Climbing one spot to number 14, Android Netrunner, by Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 13,296, about 1,300 more than Kingdom Death Monster, but a decline of 3,500, or 21% from last week. A new entry in the top 20 at number 13, The Draugr, that's spelled D-R-A-U-G-R, by Todd Sanders, now published by Board Game Geek, with 13,454, 158 more than Android Netrunner. After two weeks in the top 10, sliding from number 5 to number 12 is Solomon Kane by Jake Thornton, published by Mythic Games, with 14,153, a decline of almost 13,000, or nearly half, 48%, from where it was last week. 
And also sliding out of the top 10, from number 6 to number 11, is Eclipse, the second edition, by Tuco Takokalio, published by Lotte Pellet, with 15,341, 1,200 more than Solomon Kane, and a decline of over 11,000, or 42%, from where it was last week. So we've heard from the three games exiting the top 10, Eclipse, Solomon Kane, and Mythic Battles Pantheon. We have three new entries, one of them a debut. But first, down two spots to number 10 is Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 17,007 views. It's about 1,600 more than Eclipse, 2,800 fewer than last week, or a 14% decline, and 2,700 fewer than last week's number 10. Which climbs one spot this week to number 9, The Seventh Continent, by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 17,048, a 41-view gap there between The Seventh Continent and Spirit Island, a 2,700-view decline, well, 2,680, or 14%. One of our new entries is at number 8, actually just was away for a week, last week was number 12, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 17,751, a 703-view gap, back to the seventh continent, and lots of sevens, and a decline of 943, or 7 per, no, it's only 5%. Sliding four spots in its second week in the top ten, Heroes of Terranoth, by Adam and Brady Sadler, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 18,522, a gap of almost 800 between Heroes of Terranoth and Scythe, but a decline of over 11,000, or 38%. And also sliding four spots in its second week from number two to number six, Netta Tanka, by Arvi Regal, published by La Boite de Joux, with 19,359, a gap of about 800 between number 6 and number 7, and a decline of over 12,000, or 39%. So that's five games within the top 20 that were in the top 10 last week and had declines of over 10,000 from last week to this week. This is why the competition is much less fierce, because all of those games last week were in the twenty-five to 30,000 range, and this week they're only in the ten to 20,000 range. Rebounding two spots to number five, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 20,158. And that's an 800-view gap, but a gain of 289, or 1.5%. Our second new entry is at number four, returning after two and a half years away, and charting for the fifth time, is Tricarion, by Victor Pater and Richard Amon, published by Mind Clash Games, with 21,000 views, or about 800 more than Terraforming Mars. Now, the reason for its return, this top 200 game, there's a Kickstarter for the expansion, Doll Guards Academy, and the collector's edition of the game, and has already raised over a half million dollars. Leaping up six spots from number nine all the way up to number three is Arkham Horror the Card Game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 24,691, 
3,700 more than Tricari, and a gain of 4,900, or 25%. This is after the gaps between the last few games have all been about 800 all the way through the top 10. That gap of 3,600 is roughly the distance from number 4, Tricarian, down to about number 8, Scythe. Number 3 is the highest position for Arkham Horror the card game since April 26th, 2017. It spent most of the last year just in the lower reaches of the top 10, between number 6 and number 10. It has an upcoming upgrade expansion that seems to be the reason for the renewed interest. And our highest new entry is a debut at number 2. Welcome to... dot dot dot. That's the name of it. Welcome to... dot dot dot. By Benoit Turpin, published by Blue Cocker Games, with 24,838, only 145, 147 more than Arkham Horror. Uh, according to the publisher description, it, quote, plays like a roll-and-write dice game, but without dice, unquote. The theme is building a new town in 1950s America. On July 30th, 2014, that's almost exactly four years ago, on episode 205, in its 93rd week on the countdown, Android Netrunner hit the top for the 57th and final time. It was not a one-shot. In fact, it was the third time it had been number one in the previous six weeks. Uh, here in the, at the end of July, it was the 14th time in the year of 2014, including a run of nine consecutive weeks from mid-January to mid-March, which was its second longest run at the top after the 37 weeks it spent in 2013. Every other week uh, prior to that in 2014, except one, it was number two. So by the end of June, in six months, the first six months of 2014, uh, 2014, Android Netrunner was either number one or number two every week but one when it was number three. In fact, from number, November 28th, 2012, through August 6th of 2014, a span of 88 weeks or over a year and a half, it was in the top three every week. And of those 88 weeks, only five times was it even out of the top two. And 57 times it was number one, including, as I said, a run of 37 consecutive weeks. This week, almost four full years later, it has finally been matched. At number one, for the eighth consecutive week and the 57th time overall, is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair uh, Games, with 50,784. That's a gain of 9,600 from last week, more than double what the number two game, Welcome To, has. So just as it was seeming to start to fall into the range of other games, a revised surge as it moves ahead due to the arrival of the third printing to buyers. And that mark of almost 51,000 is the highest total of its current run over the last eight weeks. So whereas last week it looked like it was perhaps in danger with all of the new blood on the list, and the fact that it was starting to falter and dip toward the 40,000 mark, 
And now all of a sudden it again looks unbeatable for this time of year and seems almost a lock to be number one again next week, breaking that runner's record. For Saturday, June 23rd, 2018.